The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you'll be listening to right here, youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. Available where podcast can be found, of course, taped live to Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson. I had no internet last night, so I had to watch Raw on my phone using cellular data. And uh, unfortunately, because of Xfinity's massive outage, uh, we, we couldn't do the review last night, which is probably all the same. You know, I've talked about juice. Larson, yeah, and I'm not talking about Wrestle Juice, my wrestling show over there. Oh, did at you Friendoville. did you not have any juice last night? Yesterday, it was the entire day. Interesting, I the didn't notice in the morning. Entire day, I was juice free. We do news brew. Well, I remember when I woke up. Something happened in the morning. I forget what that was, but we do news brief at noon. Mm-hmm. And moments, I had actually uploaded four-fifths of the things that we were supposed to upload to the audio side of things. And I was just making sure that, like, the Manscaped ad sounded okay. Yeah. And and I hadn't hit save yet on that side of things because you could have taken over from there. Yeah. It easily. was ready to go. I just hadn't hit save. And so right when that happens and right as I was about to drag the episode from uh, News Brief episode – from my desktop over to YouTube, uh, I, I I hear Summer say, "Steve, something happened to the internet." And I look down at the little internet sign down here, and it was the little globe. It was the globe that, rather than the than the lines, so. huh? Yeah. Curves. Well, I don't even do the curves here because I'm pl- I'm plugged in. Oh, that's So it's right. like the little T monitor with the plug, the Ethernet cable. And so, uh, yeah, and and it was at like whatever one o'clock. There goes my camera. So that's great. Uh, it was like at one o'clock. That happened, and uh, oh, are you kidding me? It's seriously not going to let me do this while I'm. Oh wow, that's crazy. That's weird. What? I think I've lost juice again. What? My, ju- my juice is gone again, Larson. Anyways, what? Uh, so yeah, it was. Let me get this camera back online. Uh, so yeah, that happened. Uh, internet was down at one o'clock. It was told. I was. I was told that it was going to get 
back up by a 620, which turned into 1020, which turned into 230. Uh-huh. Woke up at 630 and everything was fine. What is up with your technology of late? I don't know, man. This is something else. Hold on a second. This is something else. Anyways, while Steve works all that out. Uh, well, happy internet's working now. Uh, now if we get your camera working, we get the show on the road. Um, all right. You are recording this meeting. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, man. Anyway, so Raw was last night. Well, before we get to and, Raw, let's uh, talk, let's well, talk yeah. something real quick. Because, you know, we got NXT tonight. We got Finn versus Karrion Cross. Uh, it's going to be a huge match. While we're talking about NXT, assuming uh, technology uh, does what it's supposed to do, we will be doing our NXT recap tonight as opposed to tomorrow morning. Our schedule is all messed up this week. Uh, yeah. uh you know, because we're going to be on Quizzlemania tomorrow, another thing that's mm-hmm. very exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, again, hopefully technology does what it's supposed yeah. to do. Yeah, uh, okay. We decided to do the NXT recap tonight, give us more time to prepare for Quizzlemania tomorrow because we want that W. Yeah, so um, what's going to... hopefully what, what's Steve gonna, doesn't stab me in the back in the process. What's going to entail... So we, th- th- you're safe. You're safe. You're good. I, uh, you know, I'm looking, to, I'm looking to get a win at Quizzlemania. So, of course... Uh, I was I was thinking to myself, okay, how can this go down? Maybe I got to change partners. It happens in wrestling a lot. It happens in wrestling a lot. You can't be sore about it. Yes, I can, like I and do. I will be. You know what happens? Really? You know, tag teams just don't generally break up, and then everything's cool. You know what happens oh, when tag teams oh, break yeah. up? They yeah, want to fight each other. They feud. Yes. They feud. And if you were to stab me in the back, guess what? Yeah. I'd want to fight you. Really? Yeah. What, but uh, a mea culpa. Isn't that, uh, isn't that an apology? I'm offering you a mea culpa. <laughs> well, I'm waiting to see how things play out tomorrow before. Uh, that's because you I say, oh, you're good. Still feel like it could just be. So here's the thing. Uh, I, I, I approached Alex last night during her live stream on the Twitch. And I was like, hey, how about it? You and I will team up MF Queen here, right? Or uh, Joshi and Raw, something like that. And uh, and Kayla was there in the chat. I didn't realize that. She was like, hey. And I was like, whoa, my bad. And then Alex was like, hey, why don't we all just be a faction and then free bird the tag titles? I was like, what a great idea. And so the people came up with the the, the, the faction name Church of Friendos. Uh-huh. So I was like, oh, that's perfect. That's a okay. great idea. So okay. we're, the four of us are going to go into this as a faction. And so if they win, we win. And if we win, they win. And if we lose... Uh, and they lose, we all lose. Yeah, we all lose. Yeah. yeah. So uh so now we've got see, look at what this politicking has done. It's improved our odds to come away with the win. But in, in by doing so, you sowed a level of distrust in, in me, your partner, nah. that it's an uphill climb to, to get it back. Yeah, you'll be ah, not really. Though. Fool me once, shame on on uh-huh. And you sh- fool me twice, won't be, be fooled again. Um, anyways, hey, would you be su- would you be super sad if I just put my video up for the stream and not for your not for you? Well, then it, it's a problem with me trying to record. Oh, unless you're oh. recording already, in which case, of course, uh, I'm recording. Yeah, so we'll just do that just upload that. Yeah, we'll do that. All right. See if see if see if I can do this now. Anyways, to so talk a little bit about Raw last night. Well, first, they've got a little bit Very of NXT good. news. Um, this is courtesy of Fightful Select. We say this all the time, but we mean it. Subscribe to Fightful Select. It's great. You get wrestling news in your email. Uh, so they got something about NXT call-ups. I know Steve was super hyped about uh, Rick Bouge 
finally yeah, making his way to the main roster. It was great. But could it be the first of several call-ups uh, we're going to see in the coming weeks? Fightful Select is reporting that, quote, there are plans for additional call-ups to Raw and SmackDown, including talent from both NXT and NXT UK. Yeah! You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Let us speculate, Steve. What other names could we be seeing making the move from NXT or NXT UK to the main Mm -hmm. roster? Well, uh, I mean, one of the obvious names, it's sort of an underwhelming one, but Amir Jordan uh, just lost to Kenny Williams, but he also issued a statement that basically said, hey, I got to get some work done on me. So I don't think he would be in line for a call-up. I'd love to say Mustache Mountain, but Tyler Bate just won that Heritage Cup. Yep. Although it's entirely possible that because they filmed that a long time ago, uh, you know, I mean, the, the thing is like NXT and NXT UK just do their own things until... Vince comes around and says, hey, I want I want some people up. And then they have to, like, go back and figure all that stuff out. So even if Tyler Bate just won the Heritage Cup, then, you know, they might just have to get that thing off him so that he can make his debut or, or do the thing where he shuffles back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be – that. Kaylee Ray, obviously, is 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 uh, going to be one because she's going to drop that title to Mako Satamora. Um, Finn, Finn seems – assuming he loses tonight. I think that's pretty Finn, obvious. He I just, think the reason they're doing that match tonight is because he's going to go back up. Yeah, he just did an interview where he says, you know, uh, ideally he'd like to be back on Raw or SmackDown. Okay, okay, I yeah. I saw that today. Yeah. Um, I mean, dude, you don't... During Thunderdome, it's one thing, but, like, you have him with his... That, that entrance is, like, made for fans. He's a big deal. Yeah, and there's nothing left for him to do in NXT. No, and, and, and hopefully, and this is a long shot, when he makes his way back to main roster, they they keep what's really been working about his character oh right now. God, I know. I mean, this is, the, this is far and away the best work he has done since, be, you know, signing with WWE mm-hmm. yeah, and for him absolutely. just to go on raw or, on, on raw or SmackDown and then for, to do something else, go back to the smiling Finn would be a mm-hmm. massive disservice to him. Imagine this iteration of Finn stepping up to Roman Reigns. That'd be great. I know. That'd I know. Great. Like, could you imagine if they let him put like gun fingers up to Roman's forehead? Great. Great! How how like that would give me chills. That would yep. be amazing. Yep. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, so yeah, there's uh there's you know tons of tons of opportunities there. Um, will they make the most of them? If they go to Raw, up in the air. If they go to SmackDown, I've got faith. I got more faith, but yeah. Main roster uh, creative, you don't know. Speaking of main roster creative, we could talk Raw now. Yeah. Uh, I thought whenever Raw focuses on putting on good matches that are kind of long and don't do too much talking. The show is, is better. Not uh, too long ago. I did like a video over at Friendoville's like five things he could do to help raw right now. One of them was have those start the show with like a really, really long match and, uh, uh, and a really strong segment. Like remember SmackDown like a month ago, they did that like 45 minute long yeah. opening segment. Yeah. And it's just it's if if it's engrossing, if it's even like mildly engrossing, Drew McIntyre and Kofi Kingston had. I'm so glad that they picked up on that thread from last week, which I thought they would just drop. But Kofi came out and did exactly what he should have done and said, "Hey, 
I didn't need your help, Drew. I didn't want your help. And by the way, how is it that you lose so much and continually get these opportunities? And like, it's time so. for somebody new. He added, though, of course, you get opportunity after opportunity. I lost my title, and I never got a one-on-one rematch. Exactly. And I'm really glad that they brought that up. <laughs> With Raw, you never know. Yeah, you never know. So, so, uh, so, yeah. And then they proceeded to have just a killer match. Yeah, it was really good. I kind of wish there... There was a couple matches that had kind of funky endings. This being one of them, um, especially considering what was decided uh, afterwards by Adam Pierce in relation to that match. Uh, this one and then the main event both had kind mm-hmm. of weird endings. Um, uh, but like the with the with the Drew Kofi match in particular, you know, if you're essentially just pushing to next week to to determine who's going to face Lashley at hell in a cell. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the ultimate of kind of spinning the wheels. Or if the whole thing is we're going to find a, a different way to have a weird ending to the match next week to motivate a triple threat at hell in a cell. Well, you could have just done that here. Uh, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I, I totally agree with that. Um, Yeah, I don't know why they would plan out rematches. I don't know. <laughs> especially, especially they already with, have a rematch problem. I know, right? especially with the match like of like last night was so dang good. People want a, 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 a satisfying or conclusive finish to the match because it is so dang good. Um, and then just to kind of push till next week. Yeah, I'm sure the match next week will be good too. But if it, if it's a situation where they just don't know who they want to face Lashley um, at Hell in a Cell yet. Well, these are the things you got to work out, you know, at some point. And just because you give yourself an extra week, who's to say Vince doesn't change his mind? Um, if they know they want to go the route of a triple threat, you had that open to you last night. So. Let me ask you this. All right. Is there any chance they did what they did to try to keep Kofi looking strong? You know, I don't it, think it's going to be a triple threat. I don't think so don't, either. Yeah. But because I don't feel like if Drew's going to get his one-on-one title shot, it's not going to be till Money in the Bank when fans are there. Mm-hmm. Because then he might actually win. Uh, but what I, what I thought was going to happen is, especially once Lashley and MVP go from the stage down to the ringside, that they were going to end up kind of doing a reverse what we saw last week. Where Drew costs Lashley the, Lashley the match, we'd see Lashley cost Drew the match. Kofi would beat Drew, and he'd get the title shot at Hell in a Cell. That's what I was fully expecting, uh, and would have made sense. You know, it would have been a protected loss for Drew. Drew does not lose a lot, especially on Raw, so it'd be a pretty huge win for Kofi, even though if it was assisted. Um, you know, and then and then Drew can kind of double down the idea that well, Kofi, you needed help to win both of these matches to get this title shot. So, um, anyways, I'm kind of surprised it didn't happen, but you know, maybe that'll happen next week, even though, uh, Lashley and MVP are, are barred from ringside next week. Got some breaking news here, Larson. Huh? WWE and Adnan Verk have mutually agreed to part ways. Interesting. WWE's Twitter three minutes ago. Interesting. As of this recording, uh, WWE thanks Adnan for his work. Whoa, baby. I mean, I can't, uh, I can't say I'm surprised. I'm not shocked. I'm a little surprised that it came this early. What's is Tom Phillips just kind of come back now? Maybe. 
I mean, I understand their their motivation and wanting to get someone because it seems this is something they tried before to get a more of a sports feel. Mm-hmm. Um, but far too often, Adnan's role the last couple of weeks of just him being uh, just him, him saying, "Oh, whoa, whoa, baby, wow," which you know. He, he gives it his all with that. He does. Wow. He's, he, I always thought he was pretty solid on sports radio. He does baseball. Um, you know, it's just I don't think it was a great fit from the beginning. No, it wasn't. You have to have some level of you have to have some level of knowledge of of pro wrestling. I, t- you know? uh, twice last night he referred to kickouts as push offs oh, no. or something like that. Really? I didn't yeah. even notice that. Oh, wow. Xavier Woods pushed off. It was, oh. once, it was once during the Sheamus match. He just tugged off Matt Riddle. Oh, goodness. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. He just oh, jacked goodness. him off. Oh, goodness. Adnan. Clearly, that is not <laughs> the right phrase. Can't say that, Go. Adnan. You can't say that. Oh, you can't wow. say that. It's not It's not pr- the proper uh, term, and also you can't say that. Is Kofi going to jack off Drew? Oh, no, my gosh. You got to stop saying that. Wow, baby. So, uh, no, we'll no, no announcement. Was there any announcement for WB who would be the replace, who'd be his replacement? No. No. It'll probably be Tom Phillips. Tom Phillips sitting there. All right, baby. <laughs> third, third time. Let's try this again. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Oh, man. My Quizzlemania, my preferred Quizzlemania tag partner, Queen of the Ring, is here in the See, chat, Larson. Again, Give you're here so in distrust between you and I, just by saying that. Not distrust. Come on. You know what, dude? Here's the thing. Sometimes I like to push buttons just to make sure that you care. Sometimes you're very cold, you're very distant, and I just want to make sure that you still care. That's what I want. That's I care I about being stabbed in the back. Sometimes I care about you up for debate, but being stabbed in the back, I definitely don't like that. Okay, see, that's that's the problem that I have with you. If you're going to be a tag partner, you need to care about me. Damn it, I care about you. I would care about you if you didn't try to sell me out every opportunity you got. Think so about Ross, it that way. So Raw started out with MVP introducing Lashley. Whoa, baby. And uh, we get a recap of last week. MVP announces, of course, reiterates rather, that in July, WE is going on the road. He says, we have this perennial dark cloud that hangs over us. And the name of that dark cloud is Drew McIntyre. And I'm like, amen, MVP. This guy is all over the place, and he keeps on getting all these opportunities. I'm firmly Team Lashley at this point. Lashley gets on the mic, says, I beat Drew at WrestleMania. True. He says, and at Backlash, I, I beat him and Braun Strowman. He says, and if we're up to me, no go on Drew. We're moving on. MVP says, we tried to move on. You stepped up. Kofi stepped up. Once again, Drew showed up. And then Drew's music hits. And MVP's da, da, like, da, da, see? Da, 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 exactly da, da, da. what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah, so Drew comes out and says, if it weren't for MVP, he would have won at Mania. If it weren't for Braun, he would have won at Backlash. Uh, he wants uh, a one-on-one shot against Lashley. Uh, Bobby, He thinks Bobby wants it, too, to prove that he's the Number one star on Raw, uh, but then Drew said, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe uh, Lashley knows he doesn't quite measure up to me. Maybe he has no balls, and he asked the women who joined Lashley 
uh, in the ring if uh, Lashley has balls. Would you, did you get a read on what their response was? Because like the phone is really, you know, it's not a huge phone. I was taking and notes like, during this, so I missed the reaction. I didn't know if they were like starting to do like measuring out stuff, like you know, some sort of elephantitis or you know, small normal situation. I don't. I no, couldn't no. really I guess it. It if there were hand movements. Whoa, baby! Yeah, who knows? Uh, anyway, so Drew mentions he lost to Kofi last week, and Lashley said only because Drew hit him. Uh, sorry, Lashley lost to Kofi last week, and Lashley said that's only because Drew hit him with the cane. And Drew says, "I only hear excuses." So Kofi and Xavier Woods come out next. Kofi says they're both making good points, but let's not breeze by the fact that he pinned Lashley. And yeah. Lashley wonders if he thanked Drew yet. Drew tells Kofi, oh, you're no, he hasn't, but you're welcome. And Kofi's like, hold on. Uh, what did you say? And he steps Ooh. right up to him. Yeah, it was great. It was great. And he says, you seem to be uh, insinuating that I couldn't have won without you. Without you. I don't need your help. The reason I answered the challenge because I never got my one-on-one title shot. Drew gets rematch after rematch, uh, and he says, uh, myself and W Universe would like Drew to step aside and get behind him because he did something Drew couldn't do, and that was beat Bob Lashley. So Drew and Kofi start arguing. Adam Pierce comes out to the ramp uh, with the, the Monday Night Raw theme song. Um, he says, I got an easy way to sell this debate. Kofi versus Drew. Winner gets Lashley a hell in a cell. And MVP says, great idea. We're going to set up the VIP lounge. Uh, on the ramp and watch the match play out. Before we got this match, we got the first of several promos by WWE superstars hyping up WWE's return to the road. These were fun. I really like these. I thought these were really, really fun. Yeah. I felt like these were all the very much situations where they were getting scripts two minutes before the cameras were rolling. Uh, this is obvious uh, dialogue that they didn't think up. They were reading. Uh, it felt stilted and forced. I couldn't stand them. Oh, I liked it. I mean, the only ones that I that really stood out to me, I think, were Braun, uh, Johnny. I'm Hunter your conductor looked, of destruction. Oh, come on, that's great. You know, he read that and la- he looked like he was la- he was trying not to laugh the entire time. I'm your conductor of destruction. And uh, so, yeah, he does that. Johnny Drip Drip had one later on where literally he was just laughing his way through it. I thought these were pretty funny, man. Um. So, yeah, we get one of those from Braun to kick things off. Uh, I, I have bad news for it. They're going to keep on coming. Yeah, they're going to double down. We got a month and a half before the, they return to the road. We're going to get these every week. It's going to be like half of Raw is going to be taken up with these things at that point, yeah, especially no. if they don't start selling out quickly. Uh, so, yeah, we had this Kofi Kingston versus Drew McIntyre match. thought it was great. I love that Drew has just added the Mishinoku driver to his repertoire. It's great. Did you notice, like, Charlotte had two different shout-outs? Because I know last week she did the back elbow to yeah, uh, the, the spinning. Yeah, thing, yeah. Yeah, and then she did the double moonsault thing. That was yep. great. Yep. Uh, I, I love I love whenever wrestlers will just add something new to their to their move set. It's mm-hmm. great, mm-hmm. and especially when it's impressive as Drew McIntyre doing a Michinoku driver. Dude, but he does it. He like waits till the absolute last minute to tuck the person's head. And because I know. last night it looked like he spiked Kofi right in the top of his head. I know, I know. Um, yeah, uh, Xavier Woods took a nasty. That deadlift German suplex over the rope was yeah, yeah, ugly. yeah, yeah, yeah And yeah, when they yeah. did the replay, because I thought it was ugly, they did a replay. It was like. Oh, this is as ugly as you thought. I know he he landed yeah. kind of like this on the back of his head. I know it reminded me of Ricky Starks, and I think he's going to be out for like a couple months or something. Uh, so, anyways, uh, yeah, mid match, Drew has the upper hand, and he just sort of calls out Lashley. Bob Lashley and MVP move to commentary. A bit later, uh, Kofi sort of sends Drew using his own momentum outside of the ring. 
Yeah, they have a stare off. Kofi comes off the top uh, uh, of Drew. So he comes off the top, lands on Drew. He flies into Bobby Lashley. They get back in the ring. Kofi gets two with an SOS. And then Bobby Lashley and MVP attack Drew and Kofi at literally the exact same moment to ensure the double DQ mm-hmm. match gets thrown out. Uh, and then Drew Claymore's Lashley. Uh, but I thought it was a super solid match. It was really great. Was One really thing, great. An, another thing I'm going to, I'm going to mention here, although I say this, even I guess this, this backstage encounter here, it's got Rhea Ripley. She comes up to Charlotte. Rhea still like the, the dialogue they're writing for her just does not work at all. She tells Charlotte, she's going to lose to Oscar tonight. Just like she lost to her last week. Uh, Charlotte, you know, because they mentioned that she has another match with Oscar tonight. Nikki Cross comes up, says she can beat them both. Charlotte says, uh, well, if I didn't have Oscar tonight, I'd beat you in two minutes flat. Rhea says, you know, this is why people don't like you because you talk down to other people. And she says, okay, well, then accept the challenge. And she says, okay, fine. I accept the challenge. And then that becomes a beat the clock challenge. Oh, yeah. Which I know you love. Mm -hmm. What I was going to say is, and I, I sort of afterwards, uh, we had like a, a backstage segment with Pierce where Drew and Kofi come up. And it's a really well done segment. It's really it's really effective there. I feel like last night, because of the elongated matches, we didn't have nearly as many sort of empty talking segments. Yeah. So often. Yeah. So often Raw is just littered with these segments that could easily be chopped. Yeah. And I, mean, I feel only, like there wasn't as much as that. Last yeah. Night. The only talking stuff that should happen is either to motivate matches for that night or to advance story. And so often there's talking bits, whether it's promos in the ring, backstage, interviews, that just kind of uh, uh, recaps the, yeah. information that we already know, and it's completely unnecessary. It doesn't move anything. It doesn't move anything. So if you're not moving anything with a talking bit, cut it. Add time mm-hmm. to matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we get the Beat the Clock Challenge match, we get the, uh, the Hollywood Eva Marie video package again. Mm-hmm. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Uh, then we get Rhea Ripley versus Nikki Cross. So Rhea has two minutes to pin Nikki. If that doesn't happen, Nikki Cross gets the win. Did uh, Rhea understand the point of a beat the clock challenge? Because for the first 30 seconds, it's like she was putting the onus on Nikki to beat her. Yeah. She kept on like looking at her fake watch saying, Oh, uh, the time. And I'm like, no, you're supposed to beat her in two yeah. minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, Nikki got a bunch of offense off. Uh, she's looking for a bulldog. Rhea pushes her off, hits a drop kick. 
And they're either at any point really trying to go in for Riptide or getting the win. She just starts hitting her. And mm-hmm. time's expiring, and she's stomping Nikki in the corner. Mm-hmm. And the idea the commentary is trying to get across is that Rhea was so uh, infuriated that Nikki had lasted as long as she had, that she had the temerity to put up a, a fight, that Rhea kind of lost her mind. It was a stomping Nikki in the corner and not paying attention to what she was supposed to be doing. Time expires. Nikki wins, so she's celebrating ringside. Uh, Rhea's just kind of like, eh, eh, in the ring. <laughs> Charlotte walks down. Yeah, that was. I kind of just feel like that. None of none of this made any sense. I I, look. I love a beat the clock challenge if it makes sense. I love it. It's great. But like this didn't make like she was just milling about. And Corey Graves even kept on saying, "Does she understand she's on the clock right now? Like the clock is ticking down. You know. Yeah, you could hit a riptide, but you got to hit the riptide. Yeah, you know. know. I know." So Nikki's celebrating, uh, and then Charlotte walks down and just starts laughing at Rhea, just pointing at her and laughing. And Nikki is, like, mocking Charlotte for some reason when she should be mocking Rhea for having lost. Nobody knew what they were – it felt like they were all told what to do, but none of it made any sense. It was like really bizarre. It was like they got handed the wrong pages of of script. That's exactly what it was like, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> they all got the end of the wrong. Because like Nikki was script. operating with a sense of urgency, when she's the one yeah, that should have been right. milking the clock. Right. Yeah. You know, she should have been looking at her fake clock, saying, "Hey, you know, oh, I'm evading you, and you only have a little bit of time left." Mm-hmm. That was weird. That was, was really weird. weird. That was weird. Uh, after that, we had a Damian Priest promo about going back on the road. Uh, and then we have the the bit where Kofi and uh, uh and Drew barge into Pierce's office, essentially saying, "Hey, what are we gonna do?" That's not right. How are we going to determine Lashley's opponent? And Pierce says, we're going to run it back next week. Rematch. Kofi says, I'm fine with it so long as you keep Lashley MVP out of it. Um, he says, I have no problem beating Drew next week. And then Lashley again at Hell in the Cell. And Drew says, you know, I said this before. I'll go through anybody to get that title back. Mm-hmm. So uh, After that, we had Charlotte versus Asuka again. Just an absolutely terrific match between these two. They really mm-hmm. do have special chemistry. They do, but um, I really wish they would find a way to explain why last week's win by Oscar. I know you can connect the dots if you think about it. Why Oscar's uh, win last week sim- seemingly didn't matter at all. It's not that you have to think about it; is that you have to come up with the story. You have to yourself. concoct the story. Yeah. That's the worst. That's the worst thing. Is that it's one thing when they give you everything and then you have to connect the dots. It's another when you have to concoct the story. And that's what they did here. And you're right. It's irritating that last week Oscar got a win on Charlotte. And yes, there was a distraction involved, but nonetheless, she got the win. That doesn't seem to matter any other time. No. And so all of a sudden now Charlotte has to beat Oscar again. And and then she gets the the shot. I, it didn't make any sense. It didn't make a whole lot of sense. And I know, I know last week Sonia was saying, hey, it's nothing definitive. We'll consider giving Charlotte a title shot against Rhea if she beats Oscar last week. Charlotte lost, though. She lost. So what? We're going to consider it again? I mean, in, in Sonia's defense, like the, the Oscar-Rhea Ripley matches have not been great. So maybe she's like, well, we know this will be a good one. So just keep going. Yeah, maybe. Well, as you mentioned earlier, Charlotte uh, – had a couple nods to Andrade in this match. She goes for the moonsault. Asuka evades and stuff. She hits the standing moonsault. And then she's done this a couple times. She does the the boot back elbow combo. Yeah, it's fun to see. Um, yeah. Yeah, she put a, She almost fell over doing it this week because she put so much into the getting around oh, to get yeah, that, that yeah. back elbow. Yeah, what, uh, what Andrade has in grace, 
she has in just pure power. Mm-hmm. You know, like she goes all in on it. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good, especially with somebody like Oscar, where they know they can work a little bit of snug. Yeah. Um, I, one thing but, about the matches last night, I felt like kind of universally. Yeah. They were working a little stiffer. Yeah. Yeah. What was there was another? What was the match? Like I thought AJ and Riker, as short as what it was, felt stiff. That was oddly stiff. It mm-hmm. looked like they were just shooting on each other or something. That was weird. But yeah, everybody was like, obviously that that every match that Riddle has, it, it always feels oh, like yeah. a real that fight. Match, that, ma- that match was snug. That was. It was great time. It was a great match. So yeah, Charlotte's working uh, Asuka's uh, knee for much of this after she had countered a hip attack with a chop block. Uh, Asuka mounts a comeback. Uh, like you mentioned, those, uh, those Andrade sort of shout-out spots. Uh, Asuka goes for the Asuka lock uh, towards the finish. Charlotte does that thing. You know, Asuka needs to not be going for that Asuka lot with Charlotte because she rolls through every single mm-hmm. time. She does that every time. Mm-hmm. She rolls through immediately. This time, she's, Asuka's not able to kick out or push off or whatever it's called. Uh, and uh, she gets the pin on Asuka for three. Terrific match. And, uh, yeah, they announced that we're going to get afterwards. They announced that we're going to get Charlotte versus Rhea at Hell in a Cell. Yeah, which will be good. It'll be a good match. It'll be a good match, yeah. It'll it's be just really good one of those things where if this is the result you want, then you could have easily just done it last week. Uh, maybe they just wanted Oscar to get a win because she's been losing a lot lately. But then you got to come up with a explanation for the whole thing. Uh, after yeah. that, Lashley and MVP are backstage. Uh, a PA walks in and tells Lashley that Adam Pierce would like to see him. Uh, we get uh, uh, going back on the road promo from Mandy and Dana, and then we get Lashley and MVP in Pierce's office. Pierce asks Lashley, "Is this the kind of champion you want to be?" You know, someone who's uh, interfering in matches. And Lashley says he's the only superstar that can represent Raw. He was trying to help Adam Pierce out. And Adam says, you know, I already made the rematch next week. And if either of you interfere or even so much go ringside, suspended 90 days. Oof. Oof. Not happy about that. And MVP just tries to calm him down. Think about Hell in a Cell. Think about time. Hell in a cell. Time to recruit some new members to the Hurt Business. Speaking of the Hurt Business, Shelton Benjamin versus Cedric Alexander was up next. Cedric had one of his great promos. Uh, in advance of this, this is really good. so he's so he has such a great way of of adding some improv in there. Whenever Shelton's eyes diverted, or whenever he felt Shelton was being dismissive, Cedric would stop what he's saying and he would yell at him to look at me, to look at me, mm-hmm. look at me in the eyes. So he said, "We had something. We were the Raw Tag Team Champions, <clears throat> part of the Hurt Business, the best thing in WWE for the past year." He says, "You remember when MVP took us in from obscure nobodies to the top of the mountain, and why did they kick us out?" Because you're washed up. I'm the one that carried us. They didn't kick us out. They kicked you out, and I was collateral damage. I'm in my prime. Are you? How many more years do you have left? A few weeks ago, you got a fluke win. I'm an evolving athlete, and I learn. See, he believes in wins Mm -hmm. and learning. Mm -hmm. And he says, tonight ends with my arm being raised in victory and a hell of a match between these and two. He says that you, what, disappearing or something like that? And you'll be mm-hmm. gone for good. You're going to quantum leap out of here. Yeah. So during a commercial break, we got a Ted DiBiase uh, promo to hype NXT tonight. Yeah. Um, anyways, back to this match. So uh, Shelton is wrecking Cedric quite a bit, goes for a T-bone suplex, and then Cedric blocks it, holds on the ropes, hits Shelton with the Insigiri. Um, kind of takes control for a bit, uh, and, and then in the midst of him having the upper hand, he's talking a bunch of crap while kind of peppering Shelton with kicks, but more just to kind of taunt him and tease him a bit mm-hmm. as opposed to actually yeah. do damage. This just ends up uh, irritating Shelton 
He gets up, hits Cedric with a huge lariat, hits a bunch of offense, goes for pay dirt. Cedric rolls him up, uh, gets a two, though. Shelton hits a spinning wheel kick, follows a pair of German suplexes. He's going for a third. Cedric sticks his thumb in Shelton's eye and then hits a neuralizer to pick up the win. Yeah, really good stuff. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Uh, after that, we had a RK Bro recap, followed by Matt Riddle versus Xavier Woods. And, uh, you know, you could tell, especially afterwards on Twitter, uh, Xavier Woods was sort of responding to people saying, holy crap, that was a wrestling match right there. Because mm-hmm. he does. He's like, he has been, you know, one of the... You know, we've seen plenty of great, great, great New Day matches. Um, but... You know, they're not in singles action that often. And they're not in matches like these that often where it's like a real wrestling match. I love that Riddle is the go-to wrestling match guy. He's the workhorse. It's like he's the workhorse. It's like they do the comedy stuff. But when he gets in that ring, anybody who's in there with him, they're going to put on like a four-star match. Yeah. I mean, we've seen this time and time again. <clears throat> this is great. There's I don't even know what, what what would you call this the bit where Woods did the thing where he like oh I did like the rip cord right into the suplex yeah yeah oh that the was interesting beautiful. story about this was like is is that Xavier Woods was the powerhouse in this mm-hmm. ma- in this match you know mm-hmm. like he was the one doing all the the uh, incredible feats of strength and that's just not something that it's not a story that we generally see in Xavier Woods matches it's obvious from this that he could do it. You yeah, know? he said he tweeted out something like uh, "consequences showed up tonight." Yeah, you know, which is a shout to his old his old name. Uh, yeah, you're right though. We don't see that a lot, and and he was he did fill fill that role tonight. It was totally great, totally. This was this definitely a situation like Xavier Woods. He's he's had singles matches, but they're usually there to facilitate a larger story being told. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, this is kind of really feels like the first time in a while that he's had a singles match that to showcase what he can do. Mm-hmm. And it yeah. was it was great. It was damn impressive. Um, so he hits, he hits a bunch of really impressive power stuff, uh, hits a DVD on the corner of the apron. Uh, we go to commercial, we come back, uh, Riddle hits a ripcord D he's going for a bro, Derek, and they do the thing where they reverse <laughs> yeah. it over and over again. The flipping tombstone position yeah. thing was awesome. Uh, eventually Woods rams, uh, Riddle into the corner, puts some of the trio woe, uh, gets some offense off that, including a great press, like a, a military press gut buster thing, gets a two there. Uh, Riddle, or sorry, Woods goes up to the top. Riddle hits him. Uh, they trade some strikes. They knock each other off. Woods hits an Insigiri. Riddle responds with the knee and then hits the uh, Kota Ibushi style German suplex mm-hmm. off the second rope where Woods is on the apron. That was a nasty landing. Uh, that gets Riddle a two count. So he goes up. This is a floating bro. Runs into a forearm from Woods. Riddle goes for a bro Derek again. Woods escapes. Hits Riddle with a chop, and Riddle just drops him with an RKO. I, I like marked, they they told they the, told the story yeah. a bit of Riddle was going for the bro Derek, couldn't do it, couldn't do it, so he had to go into his pocket and, and take a page from his tag partner mm-hmm. to get the win. Yeah, I loved it. I thought it was great. I thought it told a really great story. Mm-hmm. I thought it advanced the story. Whenever you can advance a story with wrestling moves, 
That's the best. That should be like the bare minimum we you know we get every week. It really that should be, be the baseline, right? you know? Like, it's pro wrestling. Tell the stories yeah. of the moves. Yeah. That's what's great about pro wrestling. You could tell stories that get people emotionally invested by people uh, engaging in choreographed fights. I know. I know. Yeah, it was. I loved it. And he, you know, he looks right in the camera, shouts out Randy. Um, what do you think Randy's reaction to the RKO is going to be? I don't, well, here, here's the be thing. One I, of two I, things. He's going to love it or he's going to hate it. He's going to either, yeah, pat him on the back or roll his eyes. What I really liked after Riddle hit it, is he kind of channeled Orton for a bit, just yeah. for a moment. Yeah. You know, like he was super intense, kind of seething. Mm-hmm. And then he kind of gradually uh, went back to being Riddle. But at the end, he was on the turnbuckle kind of doing a amalgam Randy pose in his pose, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe this is all about uh, Riddle becoming uh, Randy Orton to a degree. Yeah. I thought it was, I thought it was really great. I thought it was awesome. It was uh, good. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> Orton did say on Twitter, he said, I'd say nice form, but also don't steal my shit. <laughs> Sounds like Randy Orton. <laughs> That's great. Uh, after that, we had uh, AJ Styles versus Jackson Riker. Uh, so this was a really short match. Uh, pretty hard hitting. It moved fast. And then, uh, so AJ is on the floor. Elias comes in, hits him with a knee, tosses him back in the ring. Jackson Riker hits more or less a boss man slam to get the win, which was surprising enough. Uh, uh, Amos, who had stayed backstage, runs out. And Elias is hiding behind the barricade by the timekeeper area. So they have this great shot, which is kind of a low angle, of Amos walking up to the timekeeper area where uh, Elias is hiding behind the barricade just waiting, hoping that Amos doesn't see him. Amos grabs him, pulls him back from behind the barricade, and uh, ends up chasing him and Riker, Elias and Riker, up the stage. And then he shoulder tackles Elias into the LED board. All that was great. Yeah. All that was really great. What's not great is Riker ever, ever pinning AJ Styles. Interference doesn't matter. Should not happen. I don't care that he got hit with an Elias knee beforehand. Dirty, that's fine. I don't like it at all. It's just, and it's not, It, it honestly, it has nothing really to do with like the extracurricular Riker stuff. It has to do with he's a henchman. And just in general, a henchman should never. I don't care if AJ's been hit with 500 finishes from everybody. Yeah. A henchman should never pin a main event guy, a former WWE, multiple WWE champion guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It just shouldn't. I, it just looked weird. Mm-hmm. It was off putting. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like it either. Shouldn't happen. Uh, after that, we get a Carrillo and Sheamus recap, followed by Sheamus and Carrillo having a match. Uh, Seamus picks up this is relatively short uh, Seamus dominates early Creo gets some offense in hits a great looking suicide dive a back elbow off the top that gets him a two uh, Creo kind of goes for a roll up and Seamus just sits on his chest grabs a handful of tights to get the win mm-hmm. and he's laying out Creo after the bell Ricochet flies in with the missile drop kick and then he and Creo hit a bunch of awesome high flying type stuff on Seamus mm-hmm uh yeah, that suicide dive spot looked kind of scary for Seamus because like his it looked like his head almost got rammed into the commentary mm-hmm, desk. But mm-hmm. anyways, it's good stuff. Again, kind of just really physical stuff. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Nia Jax and Shayna. Ba- Was there another one of those promos? I might. I think I walked out right before this match, so I might have missed some stuff before the main event. Yeah, there was a promo with Nia and Shayna. Uh. Nia was saying uh, what happened last week was a fluke, what happened again, and then Shayna says Nia keeps getting distracted. 
Uh, Naya tells Shayna to stop being a bully. Says, look, Reginald was shaken up by the fire. Shayna responds by saying, who cares? They were an unstoppable force before Reginald started distracting Naya. And Naya says, well, we're still an unstoppable force. Shayna says, all right, let's prove it. Let's win the titles back tonight without Reginald. And Reginald says, I'm only trying to help. And then Shayna tells him, you can help by staying backstage. Yeah, but he doesn't do that. No, he doesn't he, do that. He cost them this win. Or I'm sorry, he was on the. He was trying to just. And Shayna had like basically the win in hand. Yeah. Uh, Shayna gets pissed off about that, sends him to the back as he's going over there. A giant pyro goes off basically in his face, mm-hmm. and uh, Natalia ends up getting the win. Uh, Shayna goes up, yells at Reggie. Challenges him to a match next week. It's funny because at first she looked like she was fairly sympathetic to the fact that he just got blowed up on. And then she was like, I'm tired of you always getting in the way. Uh, So you and me next week. I really appreciate, dude. I really want Shayna to go back to being just the badass that we all know she is. Yes. I feel like she hasn't really lost that necessarily. It's just she's in sort of a very sports entertainment story. Mm -hmm. And I do adapting so well to being in a sports entertainment story as opposed to like what we saw in NXT, which is her wrecking people. That being said, I want to see her go back to just wrecking people. That's the best way to use her. Yes. Agreed. She's terrific though. She's absolutely terrific. She's great. She is great. Uh, we got time to answer a few questions. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. I'm going to bring up this Patreon thread at the patreon.com forward slash. Stephen Larson, I have got to get to those printers out there in Elk Grove and pick up those comic books because uh, at the $20 Patreon reward tier, there you can get the Stephen Larson comic book. It's a Friendo Care package, and it comes with this great Stephen Larson comic book and a bunch of stickers, and it's a great way to support going in raw. And, uh, yeah, we couldn't do this without our great patrons over at patreon.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Correct. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC. Terms and conditions apply. Uh, let's see here. Uh... <laughs> David Matushek, I guess this is sort of, uh, this is apropos. Uh, says, which commentary is better, the commentary on Raw or the commentary as heard on SmackDown Just Bring It for the PlayStation 2? <laughs> I don't remember that commentary. Nor do I. But I'm assuming the idea is that it was not good. Yeah. Um, 
dude, you know, when you see how well Cole and Pat McAfee are killing it over there on SmackDown, mm-hmm. and then you, you hear what's going on on Raw, this is not surprising at all that they that they mutually decided to part yep. ways. Yep. I'm kind of curious. I mean, when they say mutually, I wonder if Adnan went to them, they came to Adnan, or they just met at the same time or of a situation where where they're like hey this isn't working and and then it's like yeah i guess not okay mutually we've agreed to uh <laughs> to part ways you know yeah they walk up to each other uh you think this is working no not really do you want to like try some you know maybe work on it uh do we really i mean is it really gonna get it? no it's not gonna get any better i think we're good yeah uh night by night here in chat so, uh, assuming they had a second job at insurance sales agency what raw superstar would you most trust to save you 15 percent or more in your car insurance oh wow yeah the the steve promo um i'd probably be uh i feel like i would be shana baszler I feel like no nonsense. Yeah. You'd get the info, you know. I feel like she, I wouldn't feel like I'm being uh uh, uh you know, BS'd, if you will. Yes. Yes. Um that's a good answer. Oh, Nikki Cross. Oh, I feel like she's, oh, yeah. she's yeah. really trustworthy, you know. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And at the same time when it gets down to it, she takes no crap from anybody. Mhm. Yeah. Uh, white brownie with NXT talent getting called up, power rank three call ups, one man, one woman, one tag team. I don't know if NXT can afford to lose a lot of tag teams. Uh, I'm gonna head over to UK. I'm gonna say Mustache Mountain. All right. Uh, all right. I'm gonna go with people I didn't mention earlier. So no Mustache Mountain. Uh, all right. I'll go with um. Oh man, call up Gallus Boys. Gallus Boys on top. Okay. That's, that'd be a huge blow to NXT UK, but. Like Rampage is there now. Yeah, you got pretty deadly with those tag titles. I feel like Gallus has done everything they need to do. Get them, call them up. I think they'd be terrific. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go with Gallus, and that includes a singles dude, Joe. Um, and then, uh, and then Millie, Millie McKenzie. Wow. But she has to be Millie, not Amelia, and she has to dance. Good. Good. And then uh, what? Uh, what? What? Uh, who from the men's division? Oh, Joe. Joe. Cole. Oh, okay. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. I got a uh, grizzled young veterans going to the main roster. Oh, that—that's a possibility too. That's a possibility. Uh, Io Shirai. Yeah, that's a possibility. And that's then, a possibility. and then Roderick Strong. Oh yeah, he hasn't been seen, has he? No. He, in fact, he quit. He quit NXT. He had that Manila envelope with his quit in it. Yeah. Uh, Alex Foster said, in honor of our tribal chief's birthday. Oh, it's Roman's birthday today. Oh. He says, you have been invited to celebrate him. All right. Celebrate me. What do you bring as a gift and what do you do to eventually get yelled at or thrown out? Did you? I, I, I reposted this on my Twitter when last week on he said, I'm going to allow my counsel to celebrate me. Yeah. And Paul Heyman looks at him. And he whips open his jacket as if he's about to unholster his gun, and he has a microphone in a holster position. He picks it up. It was great. To celebrate me. It was so good. Because I was expecting Roman to hand the mic back to to Heyman. Yeah. And instead, Heyman had his own mic. It was great. He holstered it. (laughs) 
Um, he's in a shootout. It's great. Assuming that money is no object, yeah, um, I'd get some of those. Uh, assuming Roman doesn't have them already, some of those Dior Jordan ones that the young bucks were wearing. Oh, that's good. Roman uh, wears Jordan gear on a regular basis. Yeah, um, he's got a pretty impressive collection of Jordan shoes that we've seen thus far during his appearances mm-hmm. on SmackDown. Haven't that's seen good. those though. So, if money was no object, I'd drop the seventy five hundred and get him a pair of those. I'm going to do this being in, uh, you know, an amateur artist. I'm going to draw him an 11 by 17 original drawing of him having stacked legends of the past. Hogan, Cena, uh, Austin, Rock, uh, Undertaker, all the legends of the past. Bruno, Buddy Rogers, he has stacked them all and he is pinning them all. And uh, and there's like gold raining down from the skies, and uh, and yeah, that's good. So I'm gonna I'm gonna offer that to him, and then to get thrown out, he's gonna look at it and say, "This is a glossy printout, not an original piece of artwork." I'm like, well, I work digitally, so there is no. He says, "So that doesn't work." Give me the me. NFT. <laughs> yeah, give me the. That's what he's gonna. Yeah, give me the NFT. I'm like Roman, I don't even know how to do that. You're embarrassing me. If you're embarrassing me, you're embarrassing my family. Acknowledge the investment opportunities of NS- NFTs. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. There you go. Uh, Shane's birthday tweet, Steve, Larson, Alex, and Kayla form a faction. Who is the leader? Who is the muscle? And who are the tag team? Alex, I feel like, is the leader. All right. Kayla's the muscle. All right. And these two idiots are the tag oh, team. Oh, wow. That's, yep. that, I feel like that spells doom for, for us. Just because yeah, the numbers don't lie on that. We're falling apart as it is. If, yeah, <laughs> it's hanging by a thread. If we if we're part of that and we don't hold up our end of the deal, it's it's not going to be great. It's not going to be good at all. No, not at all. Uh, Jimmy Thomas segments that got dropped from Hulu were Shelton versus Cedric, AJ oh, versus Riker, and Sheamus yeah. versus Creo. So that whole chunk of show just got cut, huh? Whoops. Well, maybe maybe that means in in Hulu verse, AJ never got pinned by us. That's true. That's true. Uh, oh wow! So we don't do punishments for B level pay per views, but Cameron Bartolazzo has an idea for a punishment. Maybe we consider it for SummerSlam. Wow, this is a good one. This is a really good one. It says for punishments, the winner gets to wear Roman's head of the table shirt, and the loser has to wear Jay's right man, right, right. hand that man shirt. Good. That is good. Oh, that's a solid one. That is good. Ouch. That is that's going to sting. I feel it's around August. <laughs> Tradition holds. I might be losing Big Red. I might, I might lose uh, Big Red at uh, Hell in a Cell. Well, you, you got to worry about uh, the AEW title this weekend. Uh, I don't think I do. I don't think I do. I got all that down. Cody's winning. Yeah, I, I got I got all that down. <clears throat> uh, Fluffy Canuck. Which three raw superstars would you like to go on a hiking trip with? Um, seems like they enjoy hiking and know their way around trails. Doesn't Braun like do that? Maybe. I don't know if I'd want to hike with Braun. Like at a certain, I'm just like, okay, who would I want to hang out with? The, who would have well, good stories? The upside of of hiking with Braun is a tree that falls in the uh, on the trail. Mm-hmm. He can move that. He can move it. 
or like if if we get followed by one of those like a like a mountain lion or something, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like I'll just be like, Bron, go take care of that. That mountain lion's gonna get these hands. hands. Uh, maybe John Morrison would be fun to go on a hike with. Oh yeah, he'd be great. John Morrison. I'm gonna say Charlotte because we'll bring along Andrade, and she does seem like a really sweet person, and he's cool. Yeah. Um, and then. Uh, uh, Nikki Cross, she'll bring along a, a big demo. There you go. There are a couple, aren't they? Yeah, yeah there are a couple. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, let's see here. Uh, what are some? Oh, Dog Authority figure. What are some matchups you never get tired of seeing? And what are some you'd be happy to never see again? I'd be perfectly happy never to see Randy Orton and John Cena ever wrestle again. Yeah, that's not a that's not a terrible one. Uh, I'd be happy for Drew McIntyre never to wrestle Bobby Lashley again. Uh, one I'd never get tired of seeing Drew McIntyre and Sheamus. Yeah, yeah, I'm actually really into that. I thought they put on nothing but great matches. That's true. That's true. Uh, Daniel Bryan versus just about anybody. Never get tired of it. Never get tired of that. Never Matt Riddle versus anybody. I never get tired of that. I always know it's going to be a good match. Uh, uh, Wolfpack. Life. What is the best thing about being a wrestling fan? About being a wrestling fan. You know, I think for us, it's easy watching as much as what we do, and we don't even watch it all. Can't, you know? It's easy to kind of get jaded to a degree or cynical. Um, But when you get that match or that show where you get invested Mm -hmm. and you see the, the, you know, what pro wrestling offers up from a storytelling perspective that can move you. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's when, that's when it's, it's the best when it's, that's when it's the absolute best. I'm going to say, I'm going to steal Jonathan's answer here. I'm going to say community. If you find the right wrestling community to be a part of, then it's really great because it is the singular thing that you can sort of, you know, latch onto and, 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 and discuss and talk about, even if like wrestling, is like even if like modern day wrestling isn't really your thing, there's such a great history to to reflect on. So I'm going to say friendships that are made. Good, good. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, uh, Moses supposes says after Reginald is done with the women's division, do you think he will hop over to NXT or stay a main roster wrestler? I suspect Reginald's going to fulfill the same role for. Maybe about three years or so, and then uh, he'll probably just be released at some point. I don't. I mean, I, look, I'd love to see him in in NXT or something, but his kind of character, the sort of comedy participant, you know, fringe guy, the supporting player in a comedy angle, they usually don't have a ton of legs. I don't think they don't. But if you know, say that that storyline runs its course, and then he he's taken off TV for a bit, shows back up in NXT to kind of, you know, get a repackaging as perhaps a more serious competitor. Um, that, that's entirely possible. It depends if it's a situation, though, where Vince it really likes what he does and continually finds stuff for him to do on main roster and then at a certain point runs out of, of things to do, but, but by that juncture sees him as only fulfilling that role, then yeah, it's entirely possible that'll be a situation where he's up there for three or five years kind of doing the same thing over and over, and then he gets cut. You know? 
It's all yeah. up to Vince's whims. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, diehard Homer, can a money in the bank cash and ever occur where they fail, but it's revealed the contract was not inside the briefcase when they tried. I don't... I mean, I guess anything's possible these days with what happened with the Miz. Yeah. But I'd be kind of surprised if they went into that level because then you're establishing the precedent, although, like, they'd have to follow precedent, which they never do. That, like, oh, you have to now you have the briefcase, you open it up, take out the contract. Like, I don't know. Yeah, you actually have to show the contracts inside. Yeah. I mean, you don't, you don't want a situation where in order to cash in, you have to bring a notary public with you. Yeah, no, it kind of takes the drama out of it. Pretty much. Uh, let's see here. Sleazy Mo. It would be cool if WWE were to push an underused wrestler when fans come back. A babyface jobber can all of a sudden start racking up wins with the rationale of the crowd's energy is motivating him. Well, that's kind of a cool idea. He says, mm-hmm. who should fill this role? Yeah, I could Maybe Carrillo. I could see that with Carrillo, maybe. Drew Gulak. Drew Gulak. Yeah, maybe Ricochet. Ricochet. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, uh, Shendo, we'll end on this one, says, after a shaky start to his Raw career, Matt Riddle has consistently been the best part of Raw for months now. Is it only a matter of time before he's thrust into the world title picture? I would be. I'm. I'm interested to see where he's like at, like a year from now, and then we'll see. But I can't believe. I mean, I gotta believe that. Like at some point, yeah, he'll probably break through. Maybe sooner than later. It feels like a situation where if it's sooner, it's to be put in the world title program that he loses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, whereas yeah, if yeah, they yeah. take their time with him, um, the odds are better that when he actually gets up into the main event, that he's he'll have a chance to actually win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you know, let's let's say Lashley keeps the belt for another six months. Mm-hmm. You know, they could build Riddle up um, enough to challenge, but he's not going to win. I could see. How about this? This is what I could totally see happening. Between now and I don't know, like Survivor Series or something. Uh, they do the turn where Randy Orton turns on him, and Randy Orton is just doing his best vicious heel stuff, mm-hmm. really helping out Riddle becoming like a true fan favorite guy, mm-hmm. especially with fans back. And he has just a killer feud with Randy Orton. That alone could put him into position where it's like, oh, this guy, he's gonna, he might win the Rumble uh, because a feud with Randy Orton is a big big deal and if you come out on the you know on the on on the other side of that with mm-hmm. like you know some solid wins and Randy's done everything he's gone back to his you know kicking people in the head thing um I could see Riddle winning the the rumble I could see him at that point being the guy that the crowd is firmly behind and then who knows like him yeah. versus Lashley and you know that those are going to be killer matches yeah. if they were decided to do that Yeah but th- I think that you know with this Orton storyline they're going to this is going to take a while you know they're going to have a run as a tag team, and then they'll break up, and then they'll feud. So we're talking probably end of the year, I would think, <clears throat> towards the last quarter of the year. You know, and who knows if, if Lashley will even be champion at that juncture? I mean, you say that, and then next week Orton's going to RKO Riddle for using his move. But I mean, that, that that's the cool thing about this feud, though, is that because what you're saying is completely possible, but you never know with Orton. Like this dude could turn. They could win the tag championships, and then Orton just immediately hits mm-hmm. Riddle with an RKO, and then entirely possible. Do? Like that's what I love about it is that it's so unpredictable. It's good stuff. 
Anyways, thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. Today's Tuesday. Tonight is NXT, so we're going to do our recap live yes. tonight and after NXT. We will. We'll do uh, Friendo Club TV instead of Power Rank, though. We'll have the Friendos help us prepare for Quizlemania. Got to prepare for Quizlemania. Gotta thanks prepare. everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Help support Going In Raw today by becoming a Friendo Club TV member. You'll get access to new bonus episodes every week, including Friendo Club Arcade, Live Power Rank, Vintage 10 for the Wins, and Ask Steven Larson. Get access to Friendo Club TV today by becoming a $5 and up patron at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson, by throwing us a sub at twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson, or by clicking join at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.